1: Good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. I'm the editor at sonsoflibertymedia.com for our Muslim friends. I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here on Rotten to the Core Wednesday, we're going to get to that in just a moment. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so: SonsofLibertyRadio.com dot com and SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. dot com. In fact, if you want to watch the video portion of this show, you can do so. Go to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. dot com. Scroll down; we're right there on the right, and uh, you can you can hover over that and enlarge it if you if you want to do so. You can also watch the live feed on my Twitter account at fpp tim, our Facebook page Bradley Dean Sol, our YouTube channel B Dean Sons of Liberty. Uh, Dlive.tv at the Sons of Liberty and our friend Michael Roach has given us a spot over there, as always on BeforeIt'sNews.com and Bradley's on at 3 p.m. Eastern time. If you want to check that out, there at Before It's News, as well as um, on our YouTube channel, he's on at 3 p.m. You can also find us on Spreely Gab, and USA.life at Sons of Liberty or Sons of Liberty Media. And we got a lot to get to today. Um, <clears throat> there is. Of course, lots of news, as always, that we could give, but we tend to dedicate our Wednesdays to dealing with legislation that is dealing with what is termed as education. We know it is indoctrination. We know that the federal government has zero authority per the Ninth and Tenth Amendments, and we can go back even into Article 1. Uh, and when dealing with the president in Article 2, there is no authority for them to write law concerning uh, concerning education. There is no authority for them to spend money on that. There is no authority to enforce policy or push an agenda through education at the federal level. I am a firm believer that Deuteronomy 6 is what our creator gave us, and this is what our founders even pointed to. Uh, Regardless of what you think about the founders – This is what they pointed to. Our creator has given us certain inalienable rights, and the right of education is within the jurisdiction of the home and the parents, not the state, including my home state of South Carolina and my co-host on Wednesdays, Lynn Taylor, the Common Core Diva in her state of North Carolina. Right, Lynn?
0: absolutely how are
1: you this morning (laughs) i'm doing good i'm doing good uh i had to put some things together i thought stuff wasn't gonna start up and uh you know how computers are and i know some people probably sometimes they go what is that tim guy doing when he has some of these problems he has trust me when the stuff's working i don't mess with it and then i come in to do stuff and things just go haywire sometimes and that's just the way it is but uh you know we trudge on through it but we're going to be dealing with some stuff today Um, You've got a new article out, Educredit Future 2020 and Beyond, and uh, we titled today's program uh, based off of uh, the old George Carlin quote, uh, that if you worship at the altar of the state, don't be mad when they sacrifice you. And I added, and your kids. Uh, You want to tell us what we're going to be talking about today there, Lynn?
0: Well, thank you so much for having me on, and yes, we're going to be talking about how um, carbon copy our Republican and our Democrat education platforms from the presidential aspect are, and how this really continues the Common Core machine trudging on, if you will, because it's not just our current president, as we've discussed many, many times, Tim. It's been a succession of the previous presidents as well. And so what we're seeing is that if Trump gets reelected or if Biden happens to become elected, we're going to see the same pattern continue on. So that's what I mean by, you know, 2020 and beyond is because it's going to be the same old, same old.
1: Yeah, and I, there are so many people, uh, if you're just now joining us, if you, if you don't listen to the Sons of Liberty, especially on Wednesday, uh, where we bring this legislation in, And I get it. Some people behind the scenes, I I spoke with um, somebody, I think it was yesterday, because my days all run together, but I spoke with somebody the other day, and they said, yeah, you know, when we were talking about the 5G with Mark Steele yesterday, which is a very popular show, we appreciate you guys' support on that, but here's Mark Mark Steele saying, warning about the things of 5G, we bring up the fact that Donald Trump has signed legislation to protect that, to roll it out, he wants to roll it out and more i mean he wants 6g 7g 10g and it's just the generations he wants the technology to advance that's what he's saying even though a lot of the same stuff as far as i can tell nothing's been done to protect the people from this new rollout of this technology and so the guy will say yeah but i'll watch what he does behind the scenes because he defunded it oh well then why are we asking for two trillion dollars in infrastructure what you do is you bring out and you show people it's not just donald trump it's it's you know it's been barack obama it's been bill clinton it's been george w bush it's been the Congress and all of them together, whether they're Republican or Democrat. you have very few, very few who stand against unconstitutional legislation, and when they do, you get people like Thomas Massey who just wants people to put their name on a vote. In the biggest heist, I call it a heist. It's not stimulus. I mean, I use that because that's what everybody's understood. But it was a heist of the American people's money um, over a plethora of things. But what you do is you come in and you say, this is what they're doing in education. And all of them are in on the same agenda. And nobody seems – it's like people go, Trump 2020, and you know he's a whole lot better than what we could have had and all this other stuff. Tell people why you do what you do, and then let's jump into this this section here
0: okay, well, um, the reason why I do this is because we're looking at the same people. Who are backing both major political parties as far as those who are in the Common Core machine so of course the agenda is going to be the same no matter which aisle you happen to be on or which um, letters on your jersey as you say and so what I try to do is I try to point you to where all this evidence is so that you can see look you're being played if you think Trump is the answer if you think Biden is the answer neither one of them are who is the answer is we the people and That's what I am so frustrated about when it comes to, you know, the campaign for 2020 because no one is looking at the fact of it's we the people who actually can, and it's our our duty to take bad government and to correct it and then open it back up. And no one no one has ever dared to say you know what this is bad government i'm going to go in and i'm going to work with so and so and i'm going to help shut it down and then we're going to work on a solution and then we can run our country and then we can go and do things that are constitutional no one's done that because they're too busy trying to support the status quo no
1: i agree and let's 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 clarify something when we say we the people are the answer what we're saying is we're the people We the people are the answer under God, what God has given, and God has given us instruction on that. Uh, Some people think that Christianity is about, you know, just a spiritual thing, we've got a spiritual warfare, and we do, don't get me wrong, we we are engaged in spiritual warfare. But that spiritual warfare manifests itself in reality, and as people, we have to stand against it. A couple of examples is when Nebuchadnezzar told um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that they had to bow down. Well, where those guys go, oh, I'm spiritual, I'll just, I'll bow down to save my neck, uh, but in my heart, I'm worshiping the true God. No, they didn't do that. They realized that what they did in reality reflected what they believed in the spiritual. Same thing with Daniel, and I could go on and on and on when Daniel's, you know, he's told not to pray, and he didn't break his stride. He continued to pray three times a day, and he could have saved his neck, uh, but the guys were out to get him he realized there is a there is a spiritual warfare that we can't see but it tends to manifest itself in trials and testings that come to us in the in the reality and so when you're talking about these things this is the stuff you're talking about you're saying look people yes there's a spiritual battle no question but it's manifesting itself this way. And if you don't fight against it, and ain't nobody going to... I mean, it ain't like you're going to have uh, uh, some you know, invisible force come and do it for you. God has instructed us. Therefore, we are to trust Him. We show our trust in Him by doing what He says. I just want to clarify that bit. I know you believe that. That's why you do what you do. Mhm. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And it just... You know, when I put out the article um I think it was a day or so ago, I had one person who just well, you just don't like Trump, and it's not that I don't like him or I do like him personally. I don't know him. I don't like the things that he's doing, but I didn't like the things that Obama did either it's uh, It's not about the who's president it's not about what political party they are it's they're not being constitutional, they're not being uh responsible. They're just being tyrannical, and it doesn't yeah. matter which party.
1: Well, they're being, let's put it in the simple term, and then we'll jump right into this. They're being lawless. Now, some people won't like that. Well, he's doing better. I mean, I get guys that are friends of mine, and I, I'm not you know, mm-hmm. trying to put them down, but I get people who are friends of mine who go, well, he's a lot better than what we could have had. Oh, he's the, well, okay, that's not the standard. I say it over and over. When people tell me he's better than Hillary, I go, My dog is better than Hillary. This is not this is not a this is not the standard. The standard first of all is the law of God. And under that, where the Constitution meets that, that is that becomes a standard for what we're holding people to. And they hold themselves to that. They're saying, Hey, we're gonna uphold this thing. They they ask for your vote, they swear the allegiance or they swear the oath, which there is a place for swearing an oath. In scripture but jesus mainly says let your yes be yes and your no no so when these Mm -hmm. guys say hey i'm going to serve you the people i'm going to serve you according to the guidelines that you laid out for me with the moral underpinnings the foundations of the law of god i'm going to do that and then you immediately go in or you tell people when you're asking for the vote i'm going to not do that i don't know why people want to put them in there is a mentality that says one party is better than the other. In what respect? Their 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 uh, depth of Marxism or their, you know, what's the word I'm trying to look for? Infidelity to the law. Which one is it? Because I don't see people really dealing with that. And that's what we try to do here on the Sons of Liberty Radio Show. And that's why I'm glad you're a part of it. So let's jump right into this. You've got a new article out called Educratic Future. 2020 and beyond and you got this little guy <laughs> sitting on the <laughs> throne he looks like a potato version of the grinch you stole chris uh christmas so you want to talk about this
0: oh he's he's a evil little uh potato is what he is but i think his i think the reason why i like it is because it definitely shows you've got someone on a throne and you know, potatoes aren't bad, okay, but he's got this evil grin because he's u- he's misusing that throne. And what we're seeing happen in America, and again, regardless of political parties, is we're seeing um, supposed leadership, I call it officials because they're leading us in terrible ways, you've got um, um, officials who are, they're, it's like they're... Um, they're on a throne and instead of being the type of government that we're supposed to have this is what it's turned into and you know uh, people want to say oh well you know we're we're not going to be socialist well I'm sorry we already are and um, it's just encroaching every day but what the article is about is I was comparing uh, Biden and Trump when it comes to education platforms. And one of the things that I detailed in just a little bit was um, about Biden's recent interview with the NEA, the National Education Association president, uh, Lily Garcia. And we know that the National Education Association, largely funded by Bill Gates, as is the uh, American Federation for Teachers, and both those particular uh, unions, who happen to be the largest um, teacher unions in the entire United States, both of them funded by Gates, as I said, but both of them are in alliance with the United Nations, and both of them are backing Biden for president because in their eyes and in Biden's, um, you know, DeVos is really bad. Well, I don't disagree with them on that. DeVos has no business being where DeVos is, but then the Department of Education has no business being there as well as the Department of Labor and several of the other federal cabinets. I mean, we've been over that I don't know how many times, but that's uh, what the article is about. And the interview, I put the link in so folks can listen to it. It's, over, it's just about 30 minutes, and you're going to hear repetitive comments. Now, you know, he's a doddering old idiot, so I don't know if this was because he wasn't thinking right, or I think it was more, as scripted as the interview was, it was more to drive home the point that he's going to triple education spending from a federal level.
1: Now, who is – who is when you say – you're talking about Trump, right?
0: No, Biden. Biden, okay. If Biden gets elected, he wants to triple uh, Title I funding from $15 billion, where Trump has it, to $45 billion. Now, one of the things that Title I does, especially under the Every Student Succeeds Act, which Trump has fully supported and expanded upon, is that it ushers in – Uh, social and emotional learning, uh, mental health, behavioral interventions. And that's what Title I is going to do. And Biden wants to expand it to increase that, to bring in more school psychologists, to bring in more mental health wraparound services. And that's exactly what Every Student Succeeds Act was doing, was it was encroaching on the family. And so, of course, to be the nanny state – To worship at the political altar, you have to micromanage your family. So that's just one of the things that Biden wants to do if he gets elected. Now, he never said who he would put in as Secretary of Education, but by him saying that he's going to even have a Secretary of Education tells us he's not going to shut down the Department of Education. Trump certainly has not done it. Oh, yes, I know some people have, will tell me, oh, will he cut funding. No, he didn't. He asked for it to be cut. And here we are in April of 2020, and the fiscal year 2021 has not been approved on education as it hasn't been approved on a lot of things because we've had COVID come in and interrupt everything. And trillions and trillions of dollars have been thrown at that not on, uh, you know, taking care of other things that the government says they're supposed to take care of. So, you know, we're in a huge pickle.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. We are. And uh, part of that issue is, and I want people to understand something of what you're doing here. You're trying to show that both people who are running for the, I guess, what would be the highest office in the land, to, and, and let me let me emphasize this: the highest office in the land to be a foot washer. Let me put it that way, so people get the idea, because they don't they think of it as a term of sort of power and royalty. And there is power in it. Don't get me wrong. But when Jesus said, "The one who wants to to be great among you must serve the other," right? He, he talks about that, and what? he demonstrates it. The greatest of all who ever lived upon the earth went and grabbed a basin of water while his disciples, uh, the little children that they were, were arguing among themselves as to who would be greatest in the kingdom. He went and grabbed a basin of water and a towel, threw it across his shoulder, and started washing their feet. Now, this is what the lowest of the low servants in a household would do. And just so people get the picture— when they walk when people walk then uh whether they walk barefoot or whether they walked in sandals or whatever they, you gotta understand they're walking in places where there weren't cars and stuff there's horses and donkeys and whatever it is that you rode in on, and those things are defecating all over the streets um you've got dirty streets, and this stuff gets on people's feet, okay. And the lowest of the low servant goes and washes their feet, and this is the picture that Lord Jesus gives us the night before his his um, basically his murder because it's it's obviously not justice. He goes and begins to washes his, his um, disciples' feet who are arguing who's going to be greatest in the kingdom, and he teaches them something about servanthood. So when these people go into office, whether it's in the Congress, whether it's in the White House, whether it's as a judge, whether it's a city councilman um, or a county councilman or a state representative or senator or governor, no matter what it is, that's what they're supposed to be. And that's not a put-down. They're supposed to serve. And yet when they go into office... Does it look like they're serving the people or serving themselves? And I think this is what what you're hitting on to say. Doesn't matter if you choose Biden or Trump, a Democrat or Republican. If these people are being lawless, then they are serving themselves and they're not serving the people. Am, am I correct?
0: Well, yeah, and they're also serving the special interests who who have funded them. Um, you know, I mean, I think it was um, I think it was um, the Washington Standard, wasn't it, where y'all put out that. Um, Trump thought he was, was king, I guess it was, because, oh no, it was that, um, who told Bill Gates he was the president, because why is the president, you know, backing everything that Gates is doing? Yeah,
1: that was Bradley. That, that's Bradley's article. That was Bradley, okay. Yeah.
0: All right, that was his article. Well, I knew I had seen it, but yeah, and that's the thing. And you've got um, Trump who's basically going, well, I can do whatever the heck I want to because I'm president. No, you're limited by the Constitution and what you can do. And a lot of what you're doing, especially in the name of COVID, is not constitutional. And, you know, this is one of the things that we see him doing in education. Um, You know, we can sit here and talk about what Biden wants to do, but look at what Trump has done. He has not even come through with the campaign promises from the first time he was uh, elected. So what makes us think he's going to magically, oh, second term, duh, I forgot to close the Department of Education. I forgot to roll back the student data collect, uh, data collection. I forgot to, um, you know... Stop the testing. I forgot to. No, he's not going to do that because he's too busy locking in the workforce-based education. He did it when he signed all the executive orders that pushed STEM on us, which is the science, technology, engineering, and math, through the um, career tech education. And career tech education is adult common core. So you do not have either candidate, as far as education goes, and a lot of other areas, neither candidate is qualified to even have your vote. But we're going to have people who are going to go die on that altar and take your kids with them and put them on that altar because, after all, we've got to vote Republican. We've got to vote Democrat because the other guys are so bad.
1: No, that's exactly right. And I think this is part of the Hegelian dialectic they pit one side against the other are found even our founders warned against this they they warned against a two-party system and it's amazing to me that people who should know better go right along and say well this is all we got to do they're unaware that there are a multitude of at least for the presidency they're unaware that there's probably 100 candidates every time you vote for a president who are up for Election, they're, they're asking for your vote. And many of them are far more qualified and knowledgeable and more in line with your thinking than the two dog bowls, the media and the two parties. And this is what it is. If you don't believe me of what I'm saying, when you file a tax return, what does it ask you to do? Would you like to give $3 to the Democrat or Republican Party? Well, why only those? Well, because those are the guys who are controlling the narrative. They're controlling your laws. They're, con- they're controlling you by their pretended legislation and all of this other stuff. And until you get outside that box, until you take the proverbial matrix red pill and want to see at things as they are, you're going to keep eating from that dog bowl. And what's in the dog bowl? Dog food. That's what they think you are. They think you're an animal. Uh, Pavlov's dog comes to mind. They trigger you with the right words, and what do you do? You respond to it. You start and think about that. When you say certain words in the society, it will trigger certain conservatives, constitutionalists, Christians, whatever, it will trigger them in a certain way. And when you say it the other way, when you use certain words for Democrats, li- you know, liberals, not classic ones— But liberals today, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, when you use those, it will trigger them in a certain way. And so instead of people actually stopping and saying, well, wait a minute, what does the Constitution say? What does the Bible say? This is our plumb line. I mean, it really is. Where the Constitution doesn't get it right, we look to the Bible. And this is our plumb line. This has been our plumb line. The Constitution has been a part of it for, what, a little over 200 years. But the the Bible has always been the foundation of what is now the United States, but before was the colonies that were established here. If it doesn't line up with that, those people need to be corrected. They need to be called to repentance and do what they're supposed to do. And sadly, we're not having that. But you're having – you've got a link in here. Uh, I'm just going to show people Mm -hmm. where they can find it in your article. Uh, it's called Educratic Future 2020 and Beyond. You can find it at CommonCoreDiva.com. This is the latest one from Lynn. This is the link here. It's a 30-minute chat with uh, uh, Joe Biden, and this is the one that she she was speaking of earlier. So if you want to hear that chat, go to CommonCoreDiva.com, find Educratic Future 2020 and Beyond, and you can scroll down. It's about halfway through your article or a little bit more than that. And uh, people can actually listen to what you're talking about and educate yourself on it. But just because this is the thing I think we want to emphasize, just because he's saying the wrong thing doesn't mean the other side, the R's on their jersey making their slam dunks are saying the right thing. It, I mean, I think that's what you're getting at.
0: Oh, right. Absolutely. I mean, in, in the article, I even uh, compared for you some of the very same commonalities between the republicans and the democrats when it comes to education and those are increased education and job alignment because the future of the national economy rests on what johnny and susie do in the classroom and let me point out this is not just for public education the goal has never been just public school kids it has always been and will continue to be every student at every age in every what we have now type of educational choice but what we're going to see especially after covid stuff ends is if ever there was going to be a time that education was about every choice it's going to be this because that's what we're seeing happen right now and we know that every student succeeds at killed school choice so you've got you know the r's are going oh yes we're going to put five billion dollars into school choice because you the parents need to be able to choose where your kid goes well it doesn't matter where your kid goes excuse me your child goes is because the education is going to be the same whether, uh, you know, no matter where they go. It's even reached down into homeschooling. Um, You can think that it's not going to be there. And by and large, when you are truly homeschooling, not the way that it's happening right now, um, but when you truly homeschool, you do have some say over that. But, you know, what happens when you start taking that free course online what happens when you go down to the library and you use the same materials that uh, the school has said because that's what the whole community has to do it is already infiltrated So, but you know, that's the goal, every American. And that's one of the things that uh, Biden brings up in his uh, interview is that we have to have free community college, not just for the public school kids, not just for the homeschool kids, but every American. I kid you not. So some of the... the uh commonalities between them, like I said, was increase the funding for job alignment because our economy depends on it. Well, our economy is absolutely tanked, and it's going to take years if it ever gets back to where it was supposed to be. Uh, both of them want student debt that has to be wiped out, but here's the thing. Somebody's got to pick up the tab. They want Both sides want someone else to pay for that debt, and nine times out of ten, it's going to be the taxpayers. All right, somehow federal dollars in education, Tim, give us freedom. Freedom, from, freedom to do what? Exactly what they want us to do. All right, education has to be America's key because we have to be globally competent and compete for all these jobs in the 21st century. Somehow we have to make college more affordable, so we're going to, you know, dumb down the curriculum while we're in the, you know, doing that. And then uh, one of the other things is infrastructure change to marry to the 5G, because we have to have quality education for everyone. Well, quality education is sustainable uh, development goal number four. Decent jobs for everyone is sustainable development goal number eight. And if you'll remember, I said both the NEA and the AFT are backing Biden they're also in line with the united nations doesn't mean trump's not in line with the united nations because he absolutely is if it's not the united nations it's the g-20 or it's the um... other groups that are out there that are tied to the world bank to uh... the world health organization to the united nations uh... to all the other players that are in this common core machine so you don't have any you, the, there's no saving grace about the Republicans. There's no saving grace about the Democrats. That's why I don't belong to either one of them.
1: Right. Well, I, I think the issue is, and let me see if I can maybe give an example here of the sure. things you're saying. Because some people say, well, Lynn, you're just cynical and you're frustrated, and we all understand that. But we got to choose the lesser of two evils. Well, the obvious answer that I have, and I'm like you, I'm, I'm very cynical of government because we have so many people who are promising us stuff, and we know this from history. This isn't anything new. This is what this is what those who want power uh, do. They promise you things. Sometimes they deliver some things and not others. And sometimes you even have good people who might actually get in there and they get corrupted by it, whether it's threats or whether it's uh, money or Um, some kind of deal that goes on. They can start out good, and they end up being corrupted by the system. So I I don't want to diminish those things. I think we can see those things even from history, not just in American history. We can see it all through history. This is just the way it is because of man's nature. And this is the thing that a lot of people, sadly, in America have forgotten. They think man's nature is basically good, and it is not. The Scripture is very clear not only have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, which is what the Scripture teaches us, Romans 3.23, but there's the idea that that God puts before us in that same chapter, which a lot of people don't know, which comes from uh, verse 10 in chapter 3. As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. There is none that understandeth. There is none that seeketh after God. So here, for all you seeker-friendly churches, here's the issue. Nobody seeks after God because they don't want to know God. So if you actually have somebody who's interested in that, it's because God has done a work in them. But this is not the case for everyone that are there. But then the passage goes on. It says, they are all gone out of the way. They are are together become unprofitable. He quotes from the Psalms, there is none that doeth good. No, not one. Their throat is an open sepulcher. With their tongues they have used deceit. The poison of asp is under their lips, whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Destruction and misery are in their ways and the way of peace. They have not known, and here's the kicker. There is no fear of God before their eyes. So we're. I think this is the issue that we're finding. When you have men that will tell the people, I will obey what you restrain me to. I will uphold the laws. Article 2, Section 3 is what the president is supposed to do, not the economy. This is what he's supposed to do. And when he comes in and he tells you, I don't know that I've ever asked God for forgiveness. I don't know that I need to repent of anything. Um, Hello? And yet Christians will tell me something different. And I go, what am I missing here? What what am I missing that people say they will uphold the law, they will do what's there, they'll claim to be Christian, but they, they they have the form of godliness, but demonstrate no power within their life to conform to the law of God, to the image of Christ, if you will. What do I tell people about that, especially when they're doing things like what you're saying here? They're not just going for you, people of the United States. They're going for your kids, and you stand back and chant Biden 2020 or Trump 2020. They're both going after your kids. What do you say to people like that, Lynn?
0: I, I don't know what to say because it's like you know, fine. You want to you want to have this person in, but this is what they're going to do. This is what they're going to continue. And you know, how in good conscience can you do that? Um, you know, I I really don't know what to tell them because it doesn't seem to matter what you tell them, Tim. They are dyed in the wool. Uh, either r or d and they're not thinking clearly and you know i think that's part of the point is they don't want us to think clearly they want us to fight each other so that they while we're so busy fighting each other they can continue on um shoving this agenda down our throats you know and um i don't know if you have it up but the um image with the two arrows. There's one pointing up and one pointing to the right. That happens to be the platform for which the alignment between education and um, job training Happens to be with the career tech education. This has been around since uh, 2012 or before. This actually started with uh, Clinton's um, Goals 2000 and it's morphed into this. This is what uh, both the Republicans and the Democrats are wanting when it comes to quote unquote education for everyone. They want skills to align to the needs of industries for the economy, not for your academic prowess. Not so that you'll know how to think and write and spell, but for uh, industry needs. We can, you know, look at the USMCA. That's really going to ramp that kind of stuff up, and we've talked about that too. Going to prepare an individual to be successful in any full range of secondary or post-secondary education options, including apprenticeships. What has Trump done? He has nationalized apprenticeship programs in uh, career tech education and in STEM for exactly this. Biden's going to keep it up. He tells you in the uh, particular interview that, you know, we have to have everyone be job ready. Well, where did we hear that? We heard that uh, phrase out of Obama. So you've got people who are saying the same things. From other presidents and somehow oh yes we have to put our vote behind this dude because you know this is what he's gonna do well I'm sorry you need to be putting it behind someone who's not going to do that sort of thing and um, why don't you pull up the one of um, Biden and Garcia because we really need to talk about that for just a few minutes it's the imagery in the background that stares at you for almost 30 minutes, and I want folks to, to look at that. So if, if you've got that up, let me know. I've got it. I've got it. Okay. All right. Look in the back where you see the the children holding the sign, but look, you've got yellow and blue. What is that? That's the rising sun that you see on the flag for Japan, only different colors. Now, why would that be there? Because for some people, that particular rising sun emblem is a sign of oppression. It's a war on the people. And here we have it being used from the National Education Association as a background for student success. Think about that for just a moment.
1: Sure. Yeah, this symbolism, a lot of people will say, oh, you're just reaching for things. And we we put out the issue, uh, or we put out several things. But the most recent one was out of the 2012 Olympics, where basically, if you watch that, the opening ceremony, I mean, you looked at it, because I can still remember going, what in the world is going on with this? I mean, this is, it was weird. And then somebody brought it to the COVID issue this predictive programming this this and, and this is why they call it i think television programming they are programming people to think certain things they're putting imagery there along with words they're uh, as Jimi hendrix said you get people in this altered state of consciousness and sometimes that's how what television does for people who watch it a lot it puts them in this altered state of consciousness and he says you can preach into their their uh, subconscious mind whatever you want to preach which is the direct opposite of what God says. He says you're to love him with all your mind. It's not a, just a subconscious thing. You're supposed to adhere to it with your mind, with your heart, with your soul, and with your actions, with, your, with all your strength. So uh, there's no surprise to me that they're doing this in, in this section here. I wonder what we could find um, with some of the Trump issues, too, Uh, I know a lot of times when he does interviews, they're usually by phone, so there's not a lot of that kind of imagery that Mm -hmm. goes on. But I I wonder even what we could find in that that begins to come out the same way.
0: Well, you can look at some of the places where he's gone to Stump for his campaign. The... um the groups that help sponsor that they're all over the curtain and you can you know you can look at who the the sponsors are and that's a big clue right there so that's easy enough to find um but yeah I just wanted to point out that that particular rising sun um like I said uh not everybody's real happy over Japan even using that uh, it's supposed to uh, be banned in some places because it is so offensive because it represents so much repression and here we have a supposed uh national group that's supposed to be all about you know quality education and here's what they're using. I'm not surprised to see it. I really am not because you know um their red for ed campaign well, red is a communism color uh it's been proven that the um red for ed campaign has communistic roots. The American Federation for Teachers, it's it's just as bad. But Biden is a big union guy anyway. Doesn't matter if it's teachers unions or um, steelworkers unions or, or any of those, because when he was vice president under uh, Obama. He got in bed with them then to align education for workforce needs. Uh, You know, we see um, Ivanka doing the same thing. She's buddying up with all those um, same groups. She's not vice president, but she might as well be because, you know, she is steering the STEM and the career tech education for this um, nation, and she's got daddy's okay to do it. Because she's on a national workforce council. Well, when in America did we have to have a national workforce council? It was put in place by Donald Trump, and it was the people who were on it were handpicked by Donald Trump.
1: No, absolutely. In fact, one of the things that strikes me here, and I had it saved because I was going to use it. Oh, let me bring this up uh, because sure. some some people will find this interesting. Uh, Now, this is, understand something before I play this clip. It's only about 40 seconds. But, (coughs) excuse me, I should hit the button there before I do that. Uh, One of the things that this lady does, you have to understand, though she seems very polite, very family-oriented and all this other stuff, she and her husband are affiliated with one of the most occultic... And I'm not talking about people who just believe in the Old Testament. They don't believe in that. They're like those who uh, oppose the Lord Jesus, where he said, you've heard it said, but I say to you. These people are affiliated with one of the most occultic Jewish religious systems that exist. Okay, this is Ivanka Trump. Watch her people as she tells you how her daddy and her are fighting for you if you're a small business person. All right, pay real close attention to what she says here in
0: this clip, hang on. The president has a special place in his heart for this nation's amazing small businesses. And in addition to this administration working tirelessly to secure a record amount of funding to provide relief to these incredible entrepreneurs and innovators and their amazing workforce. He also called upon the private sector to do their part, to step up to the plate, accept his challenge, and provide additional relief, which today some of the biggest companies in the country came together and announced that they were going to provide an additional $1.5 billion in support for our small business owners. So we'll keep fighting for you. We're gonna get through this. It's gonna be brighter on the other side. And until then, we've got your back.
1: Oh, we we're fighting for you. We we've got your back. We're gonna we're gonna do this for you. We're gonna do that for you. And she's you can see her eyes shifting left and right. I mean, like this is why they call them shifty. I think um, you can see the eyes going back and forth. She's not telling you the truth. Um, and and the fact that small businesses need to be looking to the federal government. What our founder our founders would have lost their mind over something like that. The people before them would have lost their mind over such a statement like this. They would have said, We don't need you fighting for us. We need you to do your job, restrict the spending that's unconstitutional, stop violating the laws that we established to chain you to do certain things, and leave us alone. Let us run our own businesses. Let us provide for our own families. Let us educate our own families. Let us live our lives before God the way we're supposed to do, according to Scripture. Quit interjecting yourself as though you're some kind of Savior. And when you hear something like that, Lynn, what, what would be your response to Ivanka when you hear that? Because this is going to be directly tied to the things you write about, because you're saying now they're using the education legislation to jump into how you, what job you're gonna have, where you're gonna live, who you can do things with, all of this kind of stuff. So it's not just even about education anymore, and it's not even just about indoctrination. It's about controlling your life. What do you you say to Ivanka? Mm
0: -hmm. Well, first of all, no one elected her. I happen to absolutely resent the fact that she has even been put in such a place of power, because, you know, especially when it comes to education, because, again, she's not qualified. Uh, Trump is not qualified on education. Biden is, you know, he'll, he'll tell you, oh, I've been a professor. Well, you know, that's fine and well, but he's, he's not qualified either. Congress, 95% of Congress has no business legislating anything for education because, first of all, 95% of them are not teachers. But yet they're doing it, and they're doing it uh, saying that they're representing you and fighting for you. Well, no, they're not. They're fighting for Bill Gates. They're fighting for um, uh, um, Bezos with Amazon or uh, Mrs. Jobs with Apple, uh, Google, all those folks. That's who they're fighting for. They're fighting for the venture capitalists who want to absolutely come in and remove school boards and streamline education and do all the things that they can to rearrange America. And by and large, they've been successful. And let's remember, this, this changing of America, especially under COVID, has been in the works over 100 years. So it's not new, the, the things that we're seeing. It's just the fact that COVID is a huge vehicle to bring in a lot of this stuff and make it seem like, oh, we're doing it for your safety because you're too dumb. You can't figure out your way from a paper bag, but we got your back.
1: No, exactly right. In fact, uh, somebody in the chat, uh, Crypto Knight, says, how about opening up? Well, here's the thing, Crypto. It's up to the people. You see, here's the difference between our con- the, our second constitution, and most people don't even understand we're under a second constitution. Our first constitution was the Articles of Confederation. That was usurped by our founders. Like it or not, it was. Many of them even said, we don't have authority to do this, but we need to do it because blah, 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 and they list all this stuff, okay? You could go back to constitutions before. They always named God as the one who oversaw the covenant. And our constitution is a covenant document, but it lists we the people as first. So if we the people want to open up, there's only one way to do it. You businesses out there, you small businesses, you Bojangles or you Chick-fil-A's or whatever you are manufacturing, you need to just start opening up. And you need to have your people armed. This is what the Second Amendment is about. I'm not calling for violence. I'm going to tell you this. There is a place for violence when it is defensive to protect life and liberty. There's no—you can go throughout the Scriptures, and you will see that. And you can go in our history, and you can see that. I'm not calling for aggression. I'm not calling for murders. I'm not calling for any of that. What I'm saying is you go and live your life. And if you're a business owner, you ought to be opening up your business. This COVID nonsense is just that. It is a lie to enslave you. And you look how quickly the American people and the world bowed to it. Well, I know somebody that, that's sick from it. And I, do you really? Well, it was on their death certificate, and they said this. Yeah, and we know they're padding the death tolls of people who haven't even been tested for that. We know the tests are like, even if you test positive, you're 80% false. Where did our brains go, people? Now, look, and I'll I'll kick it back over to you, Lynn, here in a second, because you brought the COVID thing up. That is the vehicle that they're using. They're using the fear tactics. Stay in your house. Put the mask on, even though it doesn't stop squat. Um, You know, have your social distancing. Mark uh, Steele mentioned yesterday the reason for six feet apart so they can target you with 5G. And they have it in other areas of the country. The, the whole time people were in their houses in the UK, they were rolling out that 5G. People were laying the, the fiber optic. They were putting up the masks. They were doing all this stuff. And if you people don't get a clue, this isn't a conspiracy theory. You're going to be too late to find out it's conspiracy fact. You're going to be too late to find out about it because you and your children are going right down the pipe with with what they're doing instead of standing up against it. So here's the issue. Here's the issue. You want things to open up, you want your liberty, you want your freedom, you're going to have to fight for it, just like your forefathers did. And that means you're going to have to be willing to risk a fine, a jail term, standing in front of the judge. And I would say you tell them you don't understand a thing of what they're saying, and you just point to the Constitution where it doesn't give anybody any authority to be doing these lockdowns, whether it's in the federal government. And I don't even think it's a state issue. Donald Trump keeps kicking it back down to the states. I don't even think it's a state issue because our state Constitution doesn't give Governor McMaster in my state any authority. To be delegating a, a state emergency doesn't give him any authority to be telling which businesses are essential and non-essential, which is a Nazi Germany kind of terminology. Let me tell you something. If you have a job, it's essential to you and your family, isn't it? All right. Then start acting like it's essential. Start demanding that your boss open his his business. Get behind him. Support him. If you have a business, start opening it. Quit being a coward and do what you're supposed to do. Sorry, I'm getting a little ramped up here because people say, well, what do you (laughs) got to do? Do what you normally do. Live your life. Quit looking to the beast, whether it's in the state, the sovereign state, or whether it's in the federal government. Quit looking to them. Look to God for—look to Him for your direction. And sadly, the people have abandoned that, and where they've abandoned it, they've— submitted themselves to slavery i'm going to kick it over to you i'm I'm getting a little worked up here about four minutes for you lynn
0: (laughs) well um i wanted to give everyone you've got lots of homework and i know you'll um have those resources for folks but you know it'll just continue the conversation you'll be able to see from the um the little uh Uh, teasers that I give for why each article is important for you to look at Um, you're going to see okay there is no difference between the red versus the blue so what I want folks to do is to start having the right kinds of conversations go beyond the well it's the red versus the blue no it's not it's unibrow okay Um, one of my friends uh, in New York Shannon Joy she's a, a radio hostess and I uh, hear her say that and she's absolutely spot-on because it is unibrow Uh, but what kind of conversations can we start having Uh, we can start looking at the fact of whether COVID lasts or not we're talking about changing how our elections are done that's unconstitutional as well we need to be looking at that we need to be looking at uh, what are the fundings that are going on with um, everything are they pet projects are they corporate projects or are they for we the people and how can we the people say you know wait a minute this you know we need to get back to the constitution um this is all going to start to harm our economy all right what about the constitutional rights that are being upended um you know those sorts of things so yeah there's a lot we can do and then we can take our education we're supposed to be able to take education back but you know as long as we let someone else do the job and we don't have to, then somehow it's going to happen. No, you have to get in and do your part. You have to get in at the local level and say, you know, I know because you're loyal to the R or the D that you're going to follow this person or that person, but no, you have to be loyal to your family. You need to be loyal to God. You need to be loyal to the Constitution in spite of what the R's and the D's are doing.
1: No, I couldn't agree more Lynn um one of the things you know we're we're seeing with people is they want they want an answer they want to see well what can I do about this how you know what am I supposed to do Well, as Bradley says, you can't tell people. Specifically what they're supposed to do, because they're supposed to be moved to do the right thing if they're following after God. And that's one of the things of Psalm 91. If you hide yourself in the, the shadow of the Most High, all of that from Psalm 91 that we've quoted several times on the show. Well, if you're doing that, folks, then you should be led to do the very things you need to do. I, I can't find it in I can't find it in me to condemn anybody who goes and does the right thing against the authority of the state where they usurp that authority to put them down, to chain them down, to sit here and tell them. Uh, We had Gordon on last week, and we're running out of time here. If you missed the show on Resistance to Tyrants, go to our YouTube channel, pull that up, go to sonslibertymedia.com, put in Resistance to Tyrants. Listen to what Romans 13 actually says. It doesn't say submit to the tyrant no matter what. It, it has nothing to do with that. What it does is the tyrants are supposed to be, or the the rulers, the kings in that passage, are supposed to be subservient to God. They're supposed to be those who submit themselves to God as the ministers of God, and as a result of that, they give freedom and liberty to the people, but they are a threat to those who do evil. All right? You guys have a great day. We'll talk to you in 23. Lord willing, see ya.